Hello and welcome to my podcast. I'm Sades and I'm here to walk you through the many escapades of my life. I believe everyone has a story to share and that every story is worth telling, which is why I made this podcast. I want to thank you for listening and I hope you enjoy. Hello, 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 and welcome to today's episode. So today's going to be about uh, one half of my March 17th uh, episodes. So today I'm recording this. It's March 17th, 2021, and today is a big and emotional day for me for a few reasons. And one of those is being that today marks me being two years alcohol-free. And I'm really excited and proud of that. And I want to talk about, in this episode, my journey uh, becoming alcohol-free, my sobriety journey, and really talking about why I gave it up, uh, a few of the reasons why, and just all about it, my past with it, my present, um, and like the beginning of it and all of that. So I will get started by saying anybody can give up alcohol. There are many reasons why people choose to do like not drink anymore or drink less or just not drink at a certain occasion. And first and foremost, it's none of your guys' business. Like if somebody doesn't, you don't need to ask them why. It really could just be they don't want to. They don't feel like being under the influence. Maybe they have trauma with it. It could be for health reasons or if they're on medication or they don't like who they become when they drink or their life is better without it or they have been addicted or they're pregnant or etc. etc. There are a plethora of different reasons why somebody doesn't drink anymore and oftentimes people don't want to be asked why they just want you to accept it they want you to validate it and just be like that's great and say like cool good for you that kind of stuff and not in our sarcastic way like actually be genuine about it I found that um opening up about my sobriety and All of that has just been, it's just a really interesting experience. I mean, whenever you tell people who you want to tell at what times, um, like when you refuse a drink at like an event or at a bar or whatever, it's just very, it's an interesting experience. Um, Like I said, Oftentimes they you don't want to be asked why and you just want people to accept it. Um, people don't really owe you an explanation. I can understand if you're just trying to understand why. But if people want to tell you, they'll often say why. And sometimes people just don't want to explain themselves. I mean, it's their decision. You don't ask people why they don't.
don't smoke cigarettes <laughs> or anything. Uh, so that's just kind of where I'm coming from for that. So I'll also share, I saw this post yesterday actually, and it was, it says, uh, things to say to someone when they don't drink alcohol. And number one is nothing because you really don't have to say anything or comment on it if you aren't sure what to say. You can just say, okay, cool, or here's their, uh, like soda or water that I can offer you or lemonade or juice or something and to let them know if um, they need anything that they can come to you, which is great because people really don't want to hear why that sucks, not even just a glass of champagne at your wedding. How long do you think this will last? So what do you do for fun? Or other things to comment or try to justify your own drinking which is just ridiculous when somebody declines a drink just be like okay <laughs> and be okay with it it's really their decision and I'm getting yeah a little worked up because I've dealt with this before and I've had people say really you're not gonna have it at your wedding we actually I'll get to that later. We decided not to have alcohol at our wedding, um, which was really mainly my decision because my husband still drinks not really that much at all anymore, um, but he was really respectful and was okay with that decision, and some people were not. <laughs> so first and foremost, I'm going to start about my history with it. So I really didn't drink that much uh, before I turned 20. I didn't really go to parties in high school. I didn't really ever want to drink that much. I just never was really that huge into it. Um, when I was 20, I started to be more curious and like want to try drinks more and I would drink a lot with my friend uh, whenever we would like hang out or like on the weekends we would or during the week or whenever we didn't work and it was easy to get alcohol because my husband was older and um, so we would do that a lot and I just really started to notice like an unhealthy pattern looking back at it now. Um, I had two really uh, experiences that stand out to me that were especially bad with alcohol and one of them was when I was 20 and I was going to Summerfest with my friends and I didn't really eat, and I tried to, quote, pregame really fucking hard before we got there because I wasn't 21, so I couldn't buy drinks while we were there, um, and I drank, like, a bunch of, I think they were, like, Smirnoff Ices, and we were drinking, like, Dragonberry Straight, 
from a water bottle and like chugging it and I will never forget that day but also I forget most of that day if that makes sense um it's one that'll always stay with me because it was a really bad experience I barely remember driving to the bus stop I remember not being able to go to the bathroom by myself before we got on the bus I had to have help like walking across the street and I don't remember the bus ride I don't remember walking into Summerfest literally at all um I remember being really obnoxious and yelling at some like side stage of somebody who's like just starting out or singing and playing music and being really sloppy and I remember my husband getting upset and um just kind of being embarrassed and then I remember I think I got like a wine that I didn't like and then the only other thing that I remember is being at a table because I couldn't like function anymore and a medic came over and pricked my finger to get my blood alcohol content and we got kicked out and I just remember being like well why aren't you getting anybody anybody else's blood alcohol content I looking back at it now I'm like clearly you're fucked up Sadie like you're being ridiculous you're not being yourself you're being really just gross I really am like cringing talking about this right now but I lost my wallet that day I had to get a we got kicked out like my whole group so we didn't even get to see the artists that we went to go there for which really sucks and like talking about this now I'm like super embarrassed and I feel sorry for who I was with that we couldn't go and see the people play and that they had to put up with me I mean we were back in town it wasn't even dark out yet and just slept the whole day and throwing up a disgusting amount and that was one really bad experience like I said I had to like go to the bank and get new cards and get a new license replacement and all that and it was just not cool and I don't know why I thought it was at the time and another bad experience I think it was my 22nd birthday but it might have been my 21st um because both of those years I'm pretty sure I went to the bar uh this one that I liked because it's pretty low-key it has like this upper area with two dartboards and a pool table and it has like pinball machines there and stuff and they also serve food so I liked it there and I actually broke my toe um I took my heels off and was just wearing fuzzy socks inside of the bar which is yeah (laughs) but I was so drunk walking to the bathroom that 
I hit a bar stool and broke my toe and it took honestly over a year to fully recover. I had to wear a boot on my foot. I was taping my feet forever and I had broken a toe before that and it's just like if you've ever done it, it is so awful because you're on your feet all the time and you just really don't realize how lucky we are to not have broken toes because when it's broken like that it's just takes forever to recover so those are two of the bad experiences that I can say like stand out um there are smaller stuff there's smaller stuff and all of that but those are two that are coming up for me um and then also just I mean I wasn't drinking every day I wasn't drinking necessarily to cope with my stress all the time or anything um I know when I was really upset or having a bad day I'd be like Ugh, I just really need some alcohol because that's super normalized and that's what a lot of people say. Um, people go to that for a coping mechanism all the time and it's just, it's like the norm for so many people and if you really just like sit back and think about it, it's not a great decision. It's a depressant, depressant and it's, it's not going to make you feel better. There are many more healthier coping mechanisms to use for stress than alcohol, like taking baths, exercise, meditation, talking to someone, listening to music, a whole bunch of stuff, like therapy, and all of that. So also around that time, before I stopped drinking, um... I would just notice that I never would have like a few drinks. I would always either drink like something really fast and then drink another one really fast or just like keep drinking and drinking and drinking and drinking. And I don't know. It's weird talking about this because it's been two years and also just like I don't remember a lot of when I was really drunk and that's also a thing that's great about not drinking anymore is that I have more memories that I can remember and I just don't have like certain drinking is (laughs) drinking is everywhere And that's something I've just really realized. It's like a part of everything. It's a part of holidays. I would get drunk on holidays because it made me open up more and made me more comfortable and helped me get through like the really busy days. And it's just like other people are, so you would join in too. And social drinking is just super toxic and I'm not saying like all of it is and that nobody should drink ever that's not my angle at all but I just think that's where a lot of it comes from is just it's so put into every social situation that 
you feel like you need to. And people don't either, like, ask you to come or you feel left out if you, like, go and you're the only one not drinking. It's just, it's everywhere. And, like, people on vacations just want to, like, drink the whole time and stuff like that. And I was put in a position where I was sober and went on vacation with my family and they wanted to drink, like, pretty much all day every day and it was really uncomfortable for me because I didn't drink and I didn't want to be at bars I wanted to be hiking and looking at like nature and stuff like that and they just wanted to like go to different distilleries and stuff like that so I think when you do choose to stop drinking or if you don't want to drink um, at a certain time or anything like that, it's really important to set boundaries and also like voice how you're feeling to other people so they can understand because nobody can read your mind and you have to stand up for yourself. So when they were doing all this all the time, I would get upset and I wouldn't say anything at first and then eventually I was just like hey I don't want to do this all day I was like I'm gonna go back to the Airbnb if you guys are just gonna do this and if they were out really late I'd be like just so you know I'm not signing myself up to be like the designated driver every night and stuff like that and I just said to them like I understand you want to do it for fun and stuff like that but I just want to enjoy like being together and not I don't know having that element to it and I was like you guys got to do that the whole time I just want one day where I can go hiking if we could and luckily we did but it's just like I said it's a part of so many things like you're out to a restaurant, people drink, people want to go out to bars, and they're drinking, and like I said, holidays, and weddings, and stuff like that, which brings me to my point, um, I decided I didn't want alcohol at my wedding, I wanted it to be alcohol free, because I didn't want people to get really drunk, and I just wanted to fully enjoy mine and Trevor's day together, um, I didn't want to, like, quote, feel left out, um, or, I don't know, being around people when they are drinking is okay sometimes, and sometimes it's not, and I find myself being kind of, uh, triggered sometimes when people are really drunk around me, or being in bars, um, I can remember my family was at a bar for something and I was just drinking water but when I left I even felt like kind of like secondhand intoxicated if that makes literally any sense um I think just their behaviors were a certain way and I kind of felt like I had to adapt to it and my body just felt like it was buzzed even though I only had water 
and it was a really strange experience and I don't ever want to feel that again um but also I just need to like be open and be like I'm not gonna go to the bar I'm not gonna do that if you want to hang out we can do it somewhere else or stuff like that and I also had to really set some boundaries with my husband and other family members too even is just so especially with my husband for example I really don't like when he gets really drunk around me um it only happened once like I said when we were on vacation and uh it's totally his decision what he does or doesn't but when he does drink alcohol I don't like the smell or the taste if I kiss him so it's kind of just like something we talked about I was like okay well if you're gonna drink then like I don't wanna smell it or taste it so we might not kiss or stuff like that which might sound weird but I have to set those boundaries for myself for my own for my own self and that's what's most important you have to find what you're comfortable with and what you're not some people can't go to the bar because they'll feel triggered or pressured or stuff like that and that's okay that's okay for them and if somebody doesn't want you to drink at their wedding, you should really respect their decision and not do it. And if it, they don't want to abide by that, then they cannot come. <laughs> I mean, it's really your day. And I had to have a really tough conversation about this for my wedding. And it wasn't an easy decision. And I was nervous to tell people. And... I ultimately made the decision because like I said it was not about them and it was about us and it's about what I'm comfortable with and they can do whatever they want for their weddings and their social <laughs> things but yeah so I'm kind of like I didn't plan what I was gonna say for this which I have in previous episodes and I feel like it was a lot more uh organized but I just wanted to really speak from the heart and what came up for me for this since it's all fresh but another thing I wanted to talk about is uh, why I decided to stop drinking and for the previous uh, things I've mentioned I just felt I did not have a healthy relationship with drinking and another reason was I really started to take my mental health more seriously and really focus on healing and bettering myself and making healthier choices for myself uh, mentally and physically because I... I was just like so far gone and like not taking care of myself at all and just very overwhelmed all the time and I really needed to analyze how I was living and shift it and shortly after that I decided to stop drinking uh, indefinitely 
and I also gave up caffeine too, which is a whole other story, but, uh, it was that time, and like I said, other reasons too, but I just think that with being alcohol-free, I just feel a different sense of clarity, and I feel happy and free, and, um, I, I just feel so much more healthy. I don't know. And the thing is, um, when you do decide to quit drinking for whatever reason it may be, it's really important to have people who support you and find people who are understanding and that you can go to whenever you're feeling a certain way because uh, let me tell you it is very hard to find somebody who doesn't drink at all um like I said it's just such a big cultural thing with drinking I'm it's so associated and like people are so proud of like how drunk they get and stuff like that and like how well they can handle their liquor and just there's so many things so many things I could go on forever about especially like so I live in Wisconsin and it's like one of the highest like states in the U.S. that drink and a bunch of the cities are like the ones that drink the most and there are people that are like legitimately proud of that and I'm just like that's not (laughs) that's not good um but like I said it's really important to like uh have people that you know to support you um whether that is your family or friends or people on the internet or whatever it may be, um, I found this group on Facebook that I'm in, it's a private group, and if you're interested, you can message me on Instagram or email me about it, but I find this group just really helpful because it's for people who are sober curious or sober for any sort of reason, Um, people who cut back on their drinking and stuff like that. And I really like this group because they can fully understand where I'm coming from and why certain things make me uncomfortable and how to help address certain things. And, like, if I'm upset because, like, one of my family members doesn't respect it or somebody etc. It's just a really good community that I can go to if I ever need to talk to others. I don't feel sort of welcome in the Alcohols Anonymous area because I don't consider myself an alcoholic and that's kind of tricky because when you go there, like, you say, I'm such and such, and I'm an addict, and stuff like that, and, um, because I've been to a few open meetings where people in the general 
public are allowed and I've gone with my husband way long ago um, for his addiction and it's just I really appreciate that community and I really think there are lessons in there that everybody could benefit from and it is something like they may understand where I'm coming from and stuff like that but it's just a little tricky and I don't feel super comfortable going to that outlet but there are many other outlets like there are meetings online like I said there's Facebook groups there's your own family and friends and there's people like I've just found on Instagram that are like super supportive of it and there's like super uh specific like sober sobriety accounts online and stuff like that so like I mentioned too you kind of tell people whenever you're comfortable and safe feel safe like talking to them about it I first told my husband I was like yeah I'm I'm done I'm not gonna drink anymore and he was like okay and was super accepting and like I said he's really great about it he's super supportive and he's always been that way and there's certain things I've had to like sit and tell him I'm uncomfortable with and stuff like that and we just have open conversations about it and that's a really healthy um, thing for us to communicate because it's necessary and I slowly uh, started to tell like my family members and I mean I think some people thought it was just like a temporary thing but I'm actively living this lifestyle and I just really felt hurt and disrespected when people would ask me if I wanted a drink when I told them I wasn't drinking anymore and I don't know if they just like forgot or it didn't register with them or they didn't respect it or understand it or I don't really know why but um I actually like would have I don't know it's so normalized like I said at like events and stuff that people have just like put a wine glass like in my face and been like here you go and I'm just like uh I don't do this anymore if there's people that are like not understanding and stuff like that then I would one have a conversation with them about it and if they don't respect it or understand it then you have to kind of evaluate that relationship and you might have to distance yourself from them or if there's somebody that gets really drunk that you're close to then and you're uncomfortable being around that then you just have to you have to tell them or just like avoid them when they're gonna be like that so sorry if this is like really all over the place but it was hard at first and there's still certain times that it's hard because like I said our drinking culture is so toxic and unhealthy and so normalized and it really is like a part of so much and it's just wild to me and I am not this is not about shaming people who drink at all I'm not saying everybody should stop drinking or anything like that I just really wanted to share my story with it because 
honestly, it's not talked about at all. I probably only know a handful of people um, aside from like the groups and stuff like that that I've mentioned that are completely sober and maybe not even completely. Maybe they like smoke but they don't drink or they drink but don't smoke. Um, It's really like it's harder to find people that don't because like I said it's just so normalized and I wanted to share my story to kind of just help people feel they're not alone if they are like um, not drinking or if they're thinking about it or if they want to lessen their drinking and kind of evaluate the relationship with alcohol and kind of just noticing more when they drink, how much they drink, and stuff like that. And like I said, I'm not here to shame anybody or anything. I respect anybody's decision. It's completely yours. And that's why I wanted to share my story with this because it's a new perspective for some people that they might not have been like, oh, only addicts get sober and stuff like that. And that's just not true. I really don't think it needs to get to the point of addiction or rock bottom with a substance that you need to quit entirely. I think it's important to acknowledge our relationships with it and when it is unhealthy to adjust and change it to a way that it can be healthier or stuff like that. And like I said, I really just wanted to share my story about this. I made a post on my one year last year and my second year this year of being alcohol-free on Instagram and on my Facebook, which is like big because Facebook has a lot of family members and Instagram is more my friends. But it was kind of a big deal because it was just being really vulnerable and just talking about shit that people really don't and that's their own like privacy like I said they don't owe it to anybody but I'm just really incredibly proud of myself and I have to say I feel so healthy mentally and physically I don't feel clouded I just feel really clear and really I feel strong and like I have more purpose I don't know it's just I really wanted to talk about that this episode I've been wanting to talk about this for a while I had a rough draft in my like voice memos on my phone from 2019 talking about this and I just that's why I made this podcast is to share my story about things and this is a part of my life now it's part of my lifestyle and I am glad that I get to share my story on this outlet and I'm very thankful for everyone who has congratulated me supported me um, reached out to me who has been understanding and all the things just it feels so amazing to have people say like congratulations on that they're proud of me and stuff like that because like I said it's it's not an easy thing to open up about but 
it's definitely, I think, necessary to really have these real conversations and talk about some stuff that's more raw and that's what I have to say. Um, and this, my one year, I didn't feel well I had a really bad headache and like I said March 17th is also my dog Angel's birthday and last year when she was still alive on her birthday we cuddled in bed and I took a nap and Trevor made me food and got me ice cream and another Thing that I've like really supplemented when I want to instead of like getting a drink with dinner and stuff I've really leaned on getting like juices lemonades smoothies have been my jam ever since I stopped drinking I absolutely love them they're like my little special drink and I'll still drink like out of I have wine glasses and stuff and sometimes it's nice to just have like fancier glasses for just like lemonade and stuff like that or like I said sparkling juice is something that I've drank a few times since on like more special occasions and stuff instead of champagne we had sparkling juice on our wedding day too um and then this year I went down to the beach with my husband and he took photos of me for uh my soberversary and he said I get to pick whatever meal I wanted on the weekend because he works second shift so we couldn't today but I picked tacos and he made me that and I got a balloon for with the number two and like little um silver decorations and rose gold and stuff like that and I just really wanted to spend today celebrating my journey how far I've come and how far I am going and it takes a lot of commitment to do things for your health and sobriety kind of forces you to find healthier coping mechanisms for stress and to not care what everyone thinks about you drinking and to connect with other people who are sober or sober curious and know that not every day is going to be super easy and light and that some days are going to be harder and address like the root cause of your drinking and I just feel a sense of like joy and triumph of it instead of like a loss or lack of having that element in my life. And I saw a post the other day and I just loved it so much and it said, did you know you can be sober and still a fucking legend? And that could not be more true. I think people think people who don't drink are, quote, lame, not fun, stuff like that. You can totally be sober and have a good time. And you can be sober and 
be fun and you can be sober and have a full life like it doesn't feel like there's anything missing in my life or like there's a void or anything I'm just I don't drink alcohol and that's that so I'm alcohol free as fuck and I'm proud of it and if you ever want to reach out to me like I said on my Instagram at Sage's Escapades please feel free to do so um I just want to like say again I'm not here to shame anybody for their drinking I'm just here to share my story to maybe like motivate or inspire someone make feel somebody not alone um anything like that or if you just want to understand where I'm coming from this is all about that so I really want to thank you for listening if you've come this far it's the longest episode yet I'm pretty sure but um that's all I have to say on the topic today I'll probably talk about it again sometime but I really want to thank you for listening I want to thank you for your support and uh yeah Cheers with some sparkling juice from me. Bye. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you liked it, feel free to rate and review on the app. Subscribe if you want to catch new episodes as they're released. I appreciate you tons. Bye!